This is a podcast from Rover. Dunk, Showboss Tegan and Richie, The Rock Drive. Rock Drive. Would you look at that? Just gone three o'clock. Good to have you with us. Afternoon, Tegs. Afternoon, Dunk. Richie. Good how, afternoon. How are you, mate? Bloody good. Um, big show this afternoon. We've got lots of cash still to give away uh, with Pallet Hub with the high stakes game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling and maybe, who knows, maybe thousands of dollars this afternoon. <laughs> I don't actually know. So when that goes, it'll be on you if you pull it off too early and you don't get thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, and it'll also be on you if it burns and it was never going to go to a thousands of dollars. But we do have a lot of money left. Ooh. Cheers to the legends at Pallet Hub. Um, also, the crookbook I see that's back on my side of the desk. This mm-hmm. is the terribly uh, aging book that was printed in the year 2000. It's my turn to pull a page out of that and read that after four. Um, next, an amazing story. Teagues, you found this one. This is the bloke that's got uh, millions of dollars of Bitcoin that's currently locked away. Yep. Mm. Um, he's not the only one as well. There's a real famous one. We'll have the details on that coming up for Smoker Chat as well. Uh, bloke is locked out of $400 million worth of Bitcoin. And he's got one chance to have a crack at it. Should have just bought a 50 cent mixture. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might be all he can afford if he <laughs> fails the next buddy pass. We're At least you can crack. eat that, you know. <laughs> Smoko Chat. Thanks to Autoglim. Available nationwide at leading auto stores or visit autoglim.nz. So it's a $250 Autoglim prize pack and also 250 bucks cash. Oof. Winner announced on Friday. Got to be into win. Text Smoko. Send it off to 3520. Um, also, with your voucher, you'll be able to buy the new quick refresh rinseless car wash. Available online in stores, super cheap and Repco nationwide. Now, the story I want to play for you for Smoko Chat is amazing. This is a, a British bloke who is locked out of an, an email account, uh, and if he could get into that email account, email account, he could be quite a lot richer, like over three million New Zealand dollars. Guess who's got one point eight million pounds worth of Bitcoin sat in a dead wallet? Me. <laughs> Guess you can't get into this wallet because the information is stored on their Hotmail account. Me. Why can't I get onto this Hotmail account? Is it because you lost the password? No. I know the f***ing password. It's my account. So why can't I get on it? Well, it appears that somebody's tried logging into my account. It's asking me to send a text to verify that I am who I say I am, even though the profile picture on the account is of me. So I say to them, I don't have this anymore because I had this phone number back in 2010. It's then asking me for security questions. Now, I made this Hotmail account in 2005. We are in 2022. I am now 30. It's asking me who my best childhood friend was. I had a lot of friends growing up. I I hung around a bit. I have answered every single possible name it could be. Jesse's locked out of his hotmail and he'd be like three million bucks richer, which is crazy. But then he should also look to the others that have, you know, been there before him and done it worse. The most famous one is this dude, Stefan Thomas. He's a German bloke. And for the past 10 years, he's been trying to remember his password uh, to a secure external USB drive uh, to access, uh, which is worth a little bit less now than what I teased before, but 7,002 bitcoins, which is worth roughly 230 New Zealand million dollars. What? Now, he has tried it nine times, and on the 10th time, the thing just automatically locks. Uh, The secure hard drive is the same that the FBI use and also the US military. And so he's ready now to give it one more shot. Apparently he's banking on new technology that is available that could potentially run 
billions of passwords through the USB stick without triggering the uh, encryption uh, encryption and the self closing down thing Sounds after like ten a job goes. For Tom Cruise, it doesn't it. Um, so he, I've always thought, and we've read about, we've talked about this story a couple of times on the show. I've always thought that he should sell pay per view tickets for the last crack at it. Genius. <laughs> Because yeah, you're not, not going to make 200 million, but I would pay 10 bucks to watch that, <laughs> like and have a little sort of commentary and some real Americanized lead up to it, and have like Bruce Buffer from the UFC there and <laughs> saying it's time, and then like a big spotlight shining out in the middle of the ring with a hard drive, like really, you know, put a bit of showbiz behind it. You could move those tickets. Be an option. It would absolutely be an absolutely be an option. Have you got Bitcoin? No, no, no. no. I need I need something to hold, something real. Oh, you're old school. You got yep. gold bars in your yeah. basement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in my mattress. <laughs> Jay, Jay's put me off. He bought it when he was high, and now he's selling it when it's low. It's oh, not man. the way to do Bitcoin. No, doesn't yeah. happen with cherry ripes, you know. Yeah, hundred thousand of those in my mattress. There you go. <laughs> Melted down underneath. The Jay and Dunk Podcast. Be a part of the team on Facebook or Insta at The Rock Drive. Now, I thought I'd uh, share a wee yarn with you guys. Um, I've often wondered about, I've got a couple cats and I often wonder. You're a cat guy. I didn't yeah, pick you for guy. a cat guy. I'm a cat guy. I've, but I've, I've often wondered, like, when they sit on stuff, <laughs> are their booty holes touching that stuff they're sitting on? Because they're, they're out and proud. You 100%. see them a lot. You know, they're really I out think there. My, you know? uh, my British bulldog, Barbara, is the same, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I often think that. I'm like, why couldn't her tail just get down a bit further? Like, is there some sort of tail? tape you can just like tape it down <laughs> well I, I i've often wondered that and uh apparently a kid in tennessee sixth grader named caden griffin was wondering the same thing so he decided for his sixth grade science fair project he would find out so he's used some lipstick <laughs> <laughs> Non toxic lipstick left left the cats to their own devices with a lipsticked up booty hole. I don't know how he got it on there. I guess he did it or his mum or something. Who get them while they're sleeping. Yeah. Some cats are pretty relaxed though. Like as long as you're gentle. I don't know. I, no, I don't know. I, most, I think most animals aren't super relaxed in that scenario, are they? It's always a bit of a surprise to someone. I'd, I'd definitely be like, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but apparently, so he put it on these cats to find this out and um, apparently, no. Something happens when they sit, it must retract. They, t- they tuck it away. It must retract, you know, like like a sea anemone. I don't right? reckon that would happen with my dog, Barbara. I reckon that's a complete it opposite. Out, hey? Yeah, it's I reckon like she'd like be stamp, like, 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 oh, nice couch. <laughs> 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 yeah, she is like that. Yeah. I've had her stay at my house. She's just like that. Do you like want to come around and do the lipstick test? <laughs> yeah. I'll nominate you, Richie. Lipstick party, eh? Yeah. yeah. Far out. Um, so, yeah, you found out that, uh, no, they well, tuck, back, tuck back in. So you've often wondered and it took a little bloke in America to figure it out for you, <laughs> yeah. which is incredible. Can I tag on to your story? Yeah. So we had a school ball, obviously, and I had my friend's come and, and hang out with me afterwards and stuff and um, there was like a sticker on our table and my cat sat on it and when he stood back up it was stuck to his bum <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'd, re- he'd retracted over the top of the sticker well, I don't know if he it retracted it yeah, maybe like, I don't I like know that one. I'll take that thanks <laughs> well you're like retract I said <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. well now you know if, yeah. you've ever, if, 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 if it's ever crossed your mind now know, you know yeah. the answer yeah, it's shameful, so you can let them you don't have to mind um, sitting on your couch your f- fancy couch exactly Sweet as sit on your head, they anywhere. tuck it away. <laughs> I probably I got no hair. I don't know if that'd be. I'm not that much of a cat guy. I let one sit on my head. I tuck mine away. <laughs>
This is Jane Dunk's podcast. This is the part of the show where we dissect our friend Liv's Instagram. This is Living Life, Liv's Instagram. Live, love, Liv. So to give you a bit of context, if you're new to this segment, um, Liv's got an Instagram, our mate Liv's got an amazing Instagram account, but not that many followers. So we're like, I don't know if she wants everyone, I don't know if she wants followers or she's just running a super tight Instagram game and mm. resharing a lot of very, very funny memes. Um, also you can very say funny you herself. knew her before she was big though. <laughs> you know? I, I kind of don't want it to blow up because then everyone else will see the gold. So I like it being, mm. we're stealing it for the radio show. It's a good little honey hole, this one. Um, <clears throat> this one here from her. You can stick the word absolute in front of literally any noun and make a top-notch insult. You absolute potato. <laughs> Me as a bank robber. Everyone down to the ground, please. No worries if not. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, is everything okay? You've hardly done anything at all in your whole entire life. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but passive. Can you explain this gap in your resume? Yes. That was when I was most happiest. <laughs> <laughs> This can't possibly be the same 9pm I used to be starting to get ready to go out to town um, at. Uh, this, the reason I stay up late is because I like to experience what it's like to be awake and not working. <laughs> hey guys, I just paid rent so I'll be at home enjoying my purchase for the rest of the month. <laughs> oh, bless you, Liv. Uh, this is a couple of different ways of saying something. Feed the cat. Boring. Over, oversimplifies the dynamic. Sounds like a chore. Fatten the beast. Yeah. Interesting. Pleasing to the ear gives power where power is due. <laughs> Fatten the beast. And one final one here. If all her tyres are the same brand, leave that woman alone. She's out of your league. <laughs> <laughs> Living love. Living life vida loca. She's very good. Jay and Dunk have a podcast. And this is it. You're listening to it. Holy shit. Must watch. So, got a must watch for you. Uh, and Teague, you actually found this one. What is it? 26 minutes long. And it's yeah. an incredible 26 minutes. Yeah, it's a gripping 26 minutes. Like, you will, once you start watching, you'll be hooked right from the get-go. It is absolutely amazing. A poor British bloke that ended up being held hostage by the Taliban for three whole months. Uh, and here's just a little little clip of the hecticness that was him on the day that he got released. Probably the, one of the worst periods was when the family now came in one day and said, would you like to convert? We were using a bucket of cold water, but they warmed up. So I had a, a hot shower and a new Shawal Kameez. They asked me to convert and I was convinced because they said it's not good to die without converting. So these were my last rites. I'd been given a hot shower, some food. And then in fact, when the Taliban came back, it looked like there was a guy there whose job it was. Um, he had a big knife. And I said, look, can I make one request? Do you mind, though, if I could be shot in the head? And they then discussed this in the mullah. And they said, yeah, yeah, OK. So then it's like, oh, my God, so I am being executed. And without thinking about it, I then said, the owner of the house, you know, I'd really got on. And I said, do you mind very much? Can I ask him to be the guy who shoots me? Because my feeling was, if you're going to be shot, it's that horrible moment of fear, like a mugging. But actually, if it's someone you like and you've spent time with who's putting you out of your misery, he was so touched that I appointed him my executioner, he cried. And then four days later, the negotiation started again. And the Taliban commander sits down and it's like a court hearing. And I have to sit there and he's acting as the judge. And he, he opens up these official papers 
And he reads it out. He says, the, the Taliban Shura has found you innocent of all charges and accepts you are a journalist. And I was like, oh. F And so it, it was literally when you're innocent of all charges. And I went, F good one. And then he said, with great comedic timing, he paused, he let me enjoy my moment, said, but they voted to kill you to send a message to other journalists not to try this again. I'm like, oh and goodness. I literally went, oh, oh. And then I'm sitting there, and then he pauses. He says, but don't worry, the Emir, Srajkani, and I, we vetoed the Shura, so you're free to go. Oh, that's such wow a rollercoaster. Oh, it my is God. insane. And if you thought that bit was insane, like there is a lot more ups and downs throughout the whole video. Like you really, really should go and watch it. How do you bounce back from that? Like moral of the story, you know, where possible, always choose your murderer. <laughs> he seemed at peace with it, didn't <laughs> he? So, yeah. Just be like, hey, bro, you can do it. Clutch play. Yeah, man. Oi. The Jay and Dunk Podcast. Sibling rivalry. Uh, not everyone uh, had siblings growing up. Uh, Tech producer Caleb didn't, so he's like, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, got in fights myself a fair bit. That's pretty gnarly. <laughs> but um, I had two older sisters, and if uh, there's only one, I don't. We can't have been that bad. I, maybe it's just because I was, you know, the little one and didn't rack things up too much. But one time I was standing in the hallway and she had one of Mum's high heels, and I was like, "Do it!" And she was like, "Yeah, sweet," and just ripped it in, and it hit me in the forehead. And you know what heads bleed like. It looks yeah. way worse than what it is. Yeah. So instantly I'm like, oh, man, am I sweating? And then there's like <gasps> blood on my hand. Oh, and it's like my whole face is covered in blood and run down. Mum's like, oh, my God, what's happened? <laughs> Mika did it. Got to prepare you for life, a yeah. high heel to the forehead. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> the uh, Tegs, you were saying you were feral before? Yeah, I was a biter whenever my brother would really <laughs> rock me I off. I don't know I why, just, but I can see that. I can sink my that. teeth into yeah. him. <laughs> He used to go, Mum, look what Tika did. And there'd be teeth marks in his arms and his legs, wherever I could get him. Did your mum tell your brother to bite your back? Um, I don't remember. He that was a very he was um a very nice young boy. I was very mean. I was the older sibling, so but he would also give me back every so often, but I've I've blocked a lot of it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a had a pretty pretty big run in with my sister. I uh, she used to terrorize me by pretending to be possessed by a demon and she'd chase me <laughs> round. She'd change her voice and be like, there's no going back. Oh, there's no yeah. going back to your sister now. And I'd be like, eh, I'd be crying running around the house. But I'd been watching Bloodsport, you see, which is a Jean-Claude Van Damme film and I'd, be, I'd been practising my roundhouses. So she was chasing yeah. me down, roundhouse her on the run. Roundhouse kick. Roundhouse kick, yep. <laughs> Broke her finger in three places. <gasps> yes, yes. Oh. Got a smacked bum. And my <laughs> <laughs> and my sisters never let me forget it, but you know. It was That's a fault. great first outing on a roundhouse kick. Well, the the uh, demon never turned up again, so. Demon was yeah. gone. Yep. You ran like a mini exorcism with the roundhouse <laughs> kick. <laughs> roundhouse it out of her. <laughs> See ya. Um, the text already coming straight through for this one. Um, someone just said, what happened to Jay? Jay's on uh, at a mate's wedding. That's where he is. Um, older bro was chasing me to give me a good thumping for something <laughs> I probably deserved. I jumped on his bed to get away, but landed on his freshly painted model aeroplane. Oops. Oh. He came at me with a renewed vengeance, so I kicked him in the face. He had braces not for much longer. He's over 40 now and still hasn't got over it. <laughs> Those wounds are deep. It's that, like, just absolutely seen red is when the situations get out of hand. A great one involving an axe. We'll get to that one shortly. That's definitely going to get in the, uh, a little bit of airtime. 
So we're on to the topic this afternoon of sibling rivalry, the hectic stuff uh, that has happened with, between you and your siblings. Uh, Curtis, mate, what happened to you? Uh, probably 14, 15. I uh, had a decent BMX bike, and I was riding it down the driveway. Mum and Dad had probably a 100-metre driveway. And all of a sudden, the bike starts getting pushed over, and I was trying to work out what's going on. And I uh, turned around, and my sister managed to drive her car halfway up the BMX bike <gasps> and uh, had the pedals off, bent the rear wheel. And uh, first thing I did was turn around and, um, yeah, picked up the pedal and threw it through a windscreen. And it was basically a race who could get to the house first to tell the old man. Oh, oh. what the old boy do? This is a bit of a hectic scenario to flop on his plate. Uh, Smack bum. Well, she, <laughs> nah, nah, her being uh, in her car, she backed up the driveway a bit quicker and uh, got the words out first. So he walked out with the tape measure, chasing me around the house, trying to throw it at me. <laughs> so, uh, I, I jumped the uh, six-foot fence and um, grabbed the skateboard and broke it off to the skate park on that instead. <laughs> oh, Let wow. him simmer down for a bit. Nice. Quick, quick recovery. Did you, yeah. get, did you get another yeah. BMX? Or you make the move to the, uh, the old oh, skateboard? Oh, no, no. Mum and Dad um, sort of saw reason, so they ended up replacing the windscreen and uh, fixing up the bike, but... That was sort of one of many instances between me and my sister. So you sound like you sound like you got good parents, just a psycho sister. But hey, you can't pick your family, <laughs> can you? Hey, uh, oh, unfortunately not. <laughs> Cheers, Curtis, mate. You have a good afternoon. Nah, you too, boys. Coming, right. com, coming through on three five two zero. Yeah, we've got plenty of texts coming through. Uh, do you want to go first, Richard? Yeah, let's have a look here. We used to have a rope swing, and I'd climb up and slide down the rope. My sister told me she'd hold it and let me slide down. I went to grab it. She flicked it out of my hands, and I fell a few metres to the ground, knocked myself out. She went and told Mum I was asleep on the ground. Oh. <laughs> That's a sentence your parents don't even want to hear. He's sleeping. Only broke my arm. Must have been five or six. Uh, my brother pissed me off doing dishes one too many times when I was about 11 or 12. I happened to be drying a steak knife at the time. Chased him through the house. He locked himself in the toilet. I stabbed a hole in the toilet door. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we laugh about it now, but gee whiz, bit shining of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> brother was mashing up my matchbox cars with a sledgehammer. Fun. I used to do that. That's good fun. I didn't I, have a brother, so I wasn't pissing anybody off. I used, to, I used to spray my sister's hairspray on them and set them on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my brother's smashing my matchbox cars with a sledgehammer. I went through all the octaves screaming for mum. So he hit me on the head. With the hammer? Yep. Oh. <laughs> Woke up with my head in the basin. He had the plug and was pretty much drowning me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Parents came in, he got the scra- he got the strap, and I got a fryer tuck haircut and 16 stitches. Oh. It is a rough day at the office for being a kid. The, re- <laughs> the revenge a couple of months later was even better. So we haven't got the full story there, but... There well, please do text him because we can put that on the late <laughs> mail segment after six this evening. Absolutely. Tags, you got any? Uh, my sisters are nine and ten years older than me. They had bunks and used to like hanging me from my feet from the top bunk and drop me on my head. <laughs> As I grew taller, the drop got shorter. <laughs> oh, my Oh, gosh. that's rough. Uh, broke something of my older sister's when I was about 10. She proceeded to hoof it after me around the farm till I eventually fell and she rubbed a chili all over my face while I was pinned to the ground. That's quite funny. That's quite classic. Yeah. Uh, last one here uh, from Lisa, six months old. Six months old. I was in the couch with my mum and my seven-year-old brother was sitting in front of me. I grabbed the TV remote and hit him over the head. It must have hurt because he put his head down so fast he put his tooth through his lip when his head hit the 
the coffee table, everyone still says I had out for him from day dot. Oh, man. <laughs> Six months old. That's our, yeah. Geez. Good memory on her. Mm. Yeah, excellent memory. <laughs> Tony Robbins' mega memory. Yeah. What do you do? You associate the name with a fruit or something? <laughs> <laughs> I was coming through the birth canal. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Dunk, two blokes with fat heads. La, 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 la. He's got the book. Print of the year 2000, aging terribly. But little Johnny's back, guys. Oh, God. Remember the little Johnny? Yeah, there's so many of those floating around, those jokes. Maybe buddy microphone, Rich. You thought you were a voiceover person. <laughs> Wouldn't about here, over there, a foot away. Right. The kindergarten class had a homework assignment to find out something exciting and relate it to the class the next day. When the time came for the little kids to give their reports, the teacher was calling on them one at a time. Eventually, little Johnny's turn came. Little Johnny walked up to the front of the class and with a piece of chalk, he made a small white dot on the blackboard, waited a short time and made a second small white dot next to the first one. Well, the teacher couldn't figure out what Johnny had in mind for his report, so she said, what is it? And he goes, it's a period. And then she goes, yeah, I can understand that, but what's so exciting about a period? He, Damned if I know, said Johnny. But this morning my sister said she missed one, then Daddy had a heart attack, and <laughs> Mummy fainted. The man next door jumped in his car and left town. Bit of drama at uh, oh, little Johnny's no. house. She's <laughs> oh. the crookbook's good. Coming up with Rock Drive. I read about four or five little Johnny ones before I got to that one that, that was even remotely <laughs> earable. The Jay and Dunn Podcast. Nice stripy top on Caleb today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you found me. Found I look him? a bit like Wes Wally today. <laughs> I've had that about five times from multiple different stations in this building. Oh, Wes Wally. Who, yeah, deli- who delivered it the best? None. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I once wore, speaking of funny red and white tops, I once wore a checkered shirt that was red and white. And uh, and then walked into work, and my old co-host goes, "Here he is, Mr. Pizza Hut table." <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Oh, didn't wear it again." That was it. <laughs> I feel like you got thicker skin than me, though. You can wear that again. I like it. it looks good on you. I went up to someone who had a. Um, speaking of checkered shirts, now that we're on the topic, um, went up to someone at the vending machine the other day and said, "Oh, that's where my curtains went." <laughs> Did you know them? Oh, hundred yeah, percent. Okay. Yeah, we have that sort of real like. Shit banter. No, oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's appropriate then. Uh, let's chat about this. What you found, which is uh, the inspiration for a new segment going to launch. Yeah. So a mate of mine told me at his old work before he used to work in radio. There was this old dude that would have been in his seventies at the time, and he, let's just say he was a, a Caucasian male who wasn't too endowed. Like and, seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's mongrel. Yeah, he wasn't too endowed in um, understanding te reo Māori. He's just a little bit older. He didn't really, at the time, didn't really understand it. And anyway, he was asking one of the people in HR for some help on something. Mm. And they responded by saying, oh, you know, um, here's what you can do. You can do this, 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 this. And um, ended the email with ngā mihi. Mm -hmm. But, you know, greeting uh, or thank you in Māori. Mm. He responded saying, thanks very much for this ngā. Um, <laughs> and so he thought her name was Ngamihi. And this is how we're getting on to oh, the next yeah. topic, and the mean, next segment called uh, Minor Tragedies. <laughs> There's minor things that go wrong in your life, and they feel like this should be playing in the background. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've got a lot of things wrong in my time, but um, 
My missus, she likes to say capsicum instead of capsicum. <laughs> oh, yes. And, uh, <laughs> have, you, have you told her yet? Or is this, has she well, heard about it now on the radio? Well, I did mention it to her, but I thought I felt a bit guilty because I spent the longest time saying, well, if it's any constellation, uh, things could be worse. Constellation. <laughs> like... <laughs> Something to do with the stars, you know. So I didn't really have a leg to stand on. Good honesty, the trust tree there. I the, fixed the, that in like the last year, you know. So yeah, I'm good, good now. on you. Yeah, I was doing the Istanbul thing yesterday. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> I own that. It's, it's, it's Istanbul, guys. Instant ball. Minor tragedies. Get them into us. Just completely over the top and doesn't warrant it at all, but that's why it's fun. Uh, someone's just texted saying, picked up some avos from the supermarket, cut into four of them in a row, all brown. Oh. Minor tragedy, definitely qualifies. Uh, purchase some uh, chocolate bar at the servo. Normally say no, purchase one, left it on the counter. They'd probably rip your undies, wouldn't they? Uh, tried out a laundromat for the first time. Did all my washing in one go. Went back to get it. Someone had stolen it. Oh, <laughs> oh that's tough luck. Isn't it? Oh, mate. Stinking hot day. Air conditioning not keeping up. Stopped at last shop. Opened two hours away from home. Bought a nice cold can of drink. The tab came off. Oh, oh can not open. Homer Simpson did. You don't feel like a complete human when you can't even open canned food, right? <laughs> I used to sing to the missus, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, party in a nutshell. <laughs> party in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, minor tragedies. Keep coming through. It's almost knockoff time. Ladies and Rock News and Sport for you shortly. Uh, and then some more of your minor tragedies that aren't actually that bad. The Jay and Dunk Podcast. So we're after minor tragedies. Mm-hmm. That's the segment doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, once you hear the minor tragedy, if it's worthy enough, and there's a lot of them coming through, then you'll hear an amazing piece of appropriate music. <laughs> um, this one here, staying in a motel with my husband and two kids. Not enough PowerPoints for us all to charge our phones and cameras. First world problems Aww. that I would call a tragedy. Aww. Uh, another one here recently moved into a new house. Neighbour across the road had been doing landscaping work. Uh, like I and I had said, I'll pop over for a beer to take a look. Uh, had a yarn, finished my beer, and I said, "Right, I'll best be off." And he reached his hand out, so I shook his hand. He said, "Thanks anyway." I was just trying to grab your uh, your empty. Oh. <laughs> Tragedy, so embarrassed. Folded. Damn. This one's devastating. Bought a box of jelly tip ice creams for the kids with the groceries. Forgot about them until I found the melted remains in a chiller bag a few days later. Still good. Surely still good. Still good. Just scrape it all together and make one, one big me- one. One mega jelly tip. <laughs> Just bury yourself in it. Uh, and one final one for me that I like. I said I love you at the end of a phone call with a client. I'd been talking to the kids earlier. Oh, we got okay. Here's a good one. Shelf of Coke, one point five liter collapsed as I opened the door in the dairy. Oh, Coke's going, <laughs> Coke's, Coke's going in all directions like rockets. <laughs> <laughs> dripping, dripping, and Coke walked straight back out. Oh, good on you, mate. Shit, that's the stuff dreams are made of. The tubby little six-year-old Duncan. Holy hecka. <laughs> 
drop my FPOS card down the gap in the car door slash window at KFC drive through Couldn't pay for my order after oh. a 40 minute wait. Oh. <laughs> Tried to pay wave the door, but no door. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually genius. That is actually genius. That's not tragedy. Oh my that's smart. That's well smart done. Stuff, they can mate. have the Novus GC yeah. Award today. Yeah, great, great contribution to the show. <laughs> um, 50 bucks cash and a native tree heading your way. <laughs> Was mopping the floor and I used dishwasher liquid. I slipped all on me bum. Now I have a hot soapy ass. Oh. Yeah, baby. I mean, that's, that's a, that is hot. Oh, sexy. That's more sexy than a tragedy, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, this one sharpened my pencil to do a sweet drawing for the chippies. Broke again as soon as I touched the timber. Oh, that is minor, minor. But change pencil, uh, pencil brands. That's what I'll be doing. Don't get put in that situation again. <laughs> Use your eyeball. Use the fluid from your eye. Uh, this one I think we all know too well. A small tragedy. Hired some chairs for a party. Went to return them the next day. A little bit dusty. When we arrive to drop them off, the missus says good morning to the guy, not realizing it's three p.m. Oh, there you go. <laughs> It's a minor tragedy. Um, and final one. Got a steak out this morning for dinner. Still hasn't defrosted. Oh. Oh. oh you know what? In all honesty, some of the best steak you'll ever eat is uh, microwave steak. So what? just bang yeah. in the microwave. You're clearly not at salt, war. Bit of <laughs> salt and pepper. Bit of, you know, microwave it. About four or five minutes on high, you're good to go. <laughs> Rubber. Jay Dunk, two blokes with fat heads. High stakes, your chance to win big with Pallet Hub. Ah, oh. uh, this is an amazing game. Lots of people taking away lots and lots of cash. I'll tell you what else is amazing. PalletHub.co.nz, your home of Pallet Grills. They've got the wildest range. They've got all the smart, uh, smart grills, which means you can run your your Pallet Grill off your mobile phone. You don't even need to be there watching it. You basically, if you're shit at barbecue, and this is what you need to buy. Uh, 12 months interest-free at the moment through GE Finance. Um, also, they've got the Uni gas-powered and pallet-powered um, pizza ovens. These are sick. These are like uh, sort of like tabletop ones. Uh, they can cook a pizza in like one to two minutes. Um, they, anything barbecuing, they will sort you out. Pallethub.co.nz. This week, the game, High Stakes, has been going off. G'day, Big Herb. What's your name? Wesley. G'day, <laughs> G'day Wesley. You know how the game works. Yeah, mate. All right. There's a massive delay. (laughs) It could be me. Right, let's go, Wesley. Just tell us when to take the steak off the grill. If you do it in time before it burns, you take away the cash, all right? Sweet as. Here we go, Wesley. Five. Ten. Fifty. One hundred and seventy-five. 200, 300, 340, 400. Take it off. Oh! Wesley! You're making me nervous. Mate, you were bloody... You went, you went good there. I was looking at what it's about to finish playing in front of me. There's eight seconds left, so you went good. You want to hear Brilliant. the rest of it? Yeah, mate. All right, here we go. 600. Burnt. Good call. Great call. Mm. Great call, mate. We'll get it out to you ASAP, all right? Well done, Wesley. All right, thanks, mate. Doesn't need for a round, does he? (laughs) At all. A lot of emotion there. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, all right, guys, uh, as well, if you want the link to Pallet Hub and uh, everything they have, text Hub, send it off to 3520. We'll bounce you back a link, and that'll also put you in the draw um, for an amazing trip to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, which also features the World's Championship Barbecue Contest with 250 teams. You and a mate could be heading there in February. All cheers to pallethub.co.nz. That's a lot of meat. The Jay and Dunk Podcast. You mentioned it. Well, I mentioned it because I knew you were going to talk about sex robots. (laughs) And then I was like... Well, I need to be. I need to do a little bit of schooling up on this, so oh. I just went for the quick, quick, cheeky sex robot Google on the work computer. Bump no, straight, not allowed. Bump yeah. straight away, so that like, sends a notification to IT. Cool, but obviously for work purposes, when we're going to send them this break, and I've done it on my private laptop. And what are you? What, and, and what have you got there? Oh, I mean, I just it, it came up in my in my uh, facey feed, and it's apparently algorithms and all that. Uh, algorithms, yeah. Oh, my my uncle's facey feed. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, apparently the uh, the next gen of these robots is going to be be out soon in the form of uh, an animatronic head named Harmony that's infused with artificial intelligence uh, that will learn about its human partner, and you can program things for it to say. Oh, so like it, so to just be hanging out there, so you could have it in like in a lazy boy, for example. Yeah, and every morning be like. Morning, you're looking great today, Duncan. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just yeah. a head, so. Oh, it's only the head. You've got to pay extra for the rest of the body. Yeah. This is very niche, isn't it? I don't it? think it's that far along the well, maybe uh, you evolutionary can cl- chain. Maybe you can, you can clip it on and buy it like by the head one year, then the arm the next oh. year. Yeah, like a transformer. Yeah. Mannequin They're getting smarter and smarter. Yeah, like the are. thing that, um, that Boston Robotics Company that does all the like – Military oh, robotics. The dog that's getting pushed over yeah, and they the, mess with it. That yeah, dog, yeah. man, it's got an AK forty seven strapped to its oh, back, yeah. and then you like kick it over and it just like like rolls over and gets back up and goes again. I'd go for that as my sex it, robot. You know? What? <laughs> <laughs> Very frightening, eh? Where they're at? Scary, man. What are the what other features have they got? Bearing in mind, it's still on the radio. Um, well. It, Harmony will eventually connect to the silicon body of a real doll. Oh, oh yeah, go. so you are just buying the early stage. So, you never want to buy a Gen 1 of anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're up to the Gen 14 of iPhone. You're yeah. pretty good with the, you know, 14th time they're going to get it yeah. right. Gen, first time, nah, Gen bro. 1, you'll get things bitten off, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you disgust me. <laughs> you loser. <laughs> I can't believe you bought me from the internet. What are you doing so nasty? You didn't need that anyway. <laughs> Do you think you really should be eating that, fatty? <laughs> Put the pie down. <laughs> fatty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm. No, it's interesting. It's what would, if you were going to program it uh, to say something, what would you program it to say? I reckon I'd just get, like, um, just probably the guy from Police Team 7's voice. Right? <laughs> you know? Caleb does a great one. He does, eh? Caleb? Yeah. Can you do some uh, Police 10-7 voices? Get into it, your mongrel. in the zone. Oh, no, he's editing the Not For Radio maybe, podcast. Maybe get into yes. it, your mongrel. Or get into it, your mongrel. Get mungrel. into it, your mongrel. <laughs> what about your, your, your huge? <laughs> Another option? You're huge. This son of a bitch is huge. <laughs> Rock Drive with Jay and Dunk. Treat us seven weekdays. Now, it was just the other day, actually, we were chatting about this. This is actually uh, tech producer Caleb123 announced that this is your idea. You figured out there was a little bit of wriggle room within the show for another sponsorship. Yeah, man. No one, we, we weren't sponsored by an eyewear company. And we've got to have our eyes protected working inside all day, you know? 
Yeah, well, that's it. These are bloody LED lights. They get you, man. You end up squinting all afternoon. So you're right. And, and the you future, look, the bright future. Yeah, I've got an incredibly bright, bright future. Up. And um, yeah, like you just look like a way cooler wearing sunnies inside. <laughs> so just all around, there was a lot of you know a lot of points uh, to be made. They had made it like a, a a cool thing to do, I think. And 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 it was a, a great opportunity for some a brand. Your brand, <laughs> is, yeah, is the brand that said yes. Dirty dog, man. Oh, Dirty dog. Yeah. Damn. Uh, can I just say, they have a wild range. <laughs> an absolute wild range. Please don't bark like they're the radio again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a robot dog bark. Come oh, on, okay, man. yeah, that'll get you in trouble. <laughs> so if everyone can please uh, reach, and I know this is radio, but we're all about to uh, put our Dirty Dog sunglasses on for the first mm. time because uh, thanks to uh, a good friend of the show, Hammer, he's managed to sort us out a pair of Dirty Dogs each. I mean, who else would sort that out other than someone named Hammer? I mean, this you know? is it, right? So, <laughs> on the count of three, All pack right. them up and let's see them. Three. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you know what I've been wearing? For the uh, Just being honest, I have been wearing these for the last couple of days, <laughs> and they're great for riding on a motorcycle, these... Uh, Absolute dirty dog sunnies. Well, they're a look, aren't they? Aren't they? Yeah. You look great too. I feel great. You got the safety ones. I don't know what these do, but I can't see much of the screen. Yeah, mine are the same. I can't read the text machine anymore, <laughs> though. That polarized. Are you guys complaining the fact that the dirty dog sunglasses are too polarized? Mm. No, I think it's I don't great. I think that's a thing. I think it's great. You go out a fishing boat, you're able to see the bottom of an ocean of bloody 30 meters deep. And the water looks beautiful as well, doesn't it? With that's these? A, uh, thank you, dirty dog. Thank yeah. you so much. Bloody glorious. You see them in a, on a rock drive video near you. Whoosh. Dirty Dog, the official and official eyewear sponsor of Rock Drive. <laughs> That's it. Hell yeah. That's it. I feel dirty in the best way. <laughs> Get on your teeth. Thank you. I'm pregnant. What? Jay and Duck have a podcast, and this is it. You're listening to it. I love to have a beer with Duncan. I love to have a beer with Dark. We drink in moderation. And we never, ever, ever get rolling drunk. We drink in the town and country where the atmosphere is great. I love to have a beer with Duncan. Because Duncan's me, mate. Yeah, I love to have Hey, Richie, because you're in a band, you were laying down some tracks last night. Um, I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Sorry, I have. Um, <laughs> Good one. Yeah, sorry. That was me just riffing over the song. The oh, yeah, okay. Stuff yeah, 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 yeah. No, but so I'm not musical at all. Yes, I work in uh, on a radio station, but not musical. Can't hear beats or anything like that. I've yeah. kind of only learned how to play the guitar from a, like memory of remembering how many times I need to strum it when I... Purple Rain? Yeah, no, no. Purple Haze. Purple Haze, no Purple oh, Haze. too hard? Yeah, still... No, Smoke just, on the water. Yeah, hey. now we're talking. When you listen to music, hey, do you get bogged down in figuring out how they put it together or can you just simply listen to it for how amazing it is as one piece or because you're you know a very talented musician do you get bogged down in it I, I sometimes it's a lot of information comes in because I listen to it from a from a human being's perspective and then I'll listen to it from a musician's perspective so sometimes I'm I've, I sometimes wear two different caps when I'm listening and, we, and will you go through and you'll be like I'm just going to listen to the lead guitar on this whole track and then go back and be like I want to hear the more of that bass and then so you just get stuck Every time you listen to a track, you have to listen to it multiple times. Yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of it, though. You, you try and listen for something different each time and hope that you hear something there, you know? 
Yeah. And I was thinking about that. And I was riding the old buddy Harley into work. I was like, I wonder if oh, I was just randomly thought of that again. I was like, I just wonder what that's like because that's a different experience. Yeah, I love it. For me, I just go, oh yeah, that song's mean. It's got a catchy chorus. <laughs> that's about as I'm just a bit of a bloody simple, mate. That's about as complex as it gets for this old bugger. Nah, but that's, you can enjoy it though, you know. Yeah, it's all about enjoying it. Uh, I'm going to play a message. We're chatting about the oldest broadcaster in the world. He's knocking on the door of a hundred. Just a lovely message through from Nikki, um, who's a bloody legend. She's always uh, messaging the show. Have a go at this. This is about her grandma. Just listening to that guy you're talking about that was born in the 1920s. My nan turned to it and was born in 1928. She turned 94 this year. She remembers listening to Winston Churchill on the radio declaring the end of the war. You just think how many things, like two years ago I taught her how to do online banking and now she has a tablet and she surfs the web and she just <laughs> loves it. Cool. That is so cool. What a life. So epic, man. Like, yeah, and she just goes on to say, I'm so damn proud of her. And you should be too because a lot of people just like flat out refuse that shit when they get older. Yeah, or you lose your marbles completely, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. incredible. Winston Churchill saying the war has ended. That wow. is mind-blowing. Yeah, Coming up with Rock Drive. Rock Knights. Have a good one. No. <laughs> Uh, we see Lee's <laughs> in after seven. We'll be back in tomorrow after three. Paul Martier, Huru. Huru. That was the Jane Dunk podcast for yet another day. Be a part of the team on Facebook or Insta at The Rock Drive.